Welcome back to another episode of the Traders Brawl podcast, Fitness with Financial Freedom. How are you today, Rahul? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for asking. And we're, today, we're going to be talking a bit about Rahul's experience with trading. But before we get to that, I have to try the sound. Let's check this What's out. This? I have to try this. Hold on. <laughs> Round of applause. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's great. Um, so, uh, Rahul. Uh, thank you so much for, for, I mean, you know, sharing your knowledge. And this is a bit like going into your private life, but you've got a lot of experience when it comes to trading because you've been trading for some time now. You trade. Uh, firstly, before we get into it, what, what sort of asset classes do you trade? So mainly I focus uh, on Forex or indices like US 500, you know, all the, all the US uh, indices only. Okay. And then a bit of DAX. I think, you know, it's a German index. Right. FTSE. I used to do that before. Oh, FTSE. FTSE. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's a UK thing. <laughs> yeah. But you also trade a bit of crypto, right? But spot trading. Is crypto, it? just spot. No, just not spot. on margin because I know it's kind of risky okay. and it's volatile too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We want to get all, go through all the definitions of spot, margin, leverage, and options. Um, before that, what is trading? Good, good. Glad you asked me. <laughs> so trading is basically the buying and selling of securities in the financial markets. Just like how you buy and sell goods in the physical world, we have something called as asset class, which is defined by four particular types. That is what I mentioned previously. Forex, you have gold, which, is, which comes under commodities. And then we have crypto, which is the new, newest asset class that's uh, mm-hmm. popping right now. Okay, good. So um, you trade, you know, you said you mentioned you trade a bit of um, uh, indices, uh, crypto, and spot, and uh, um, a few. Did you, did you say you trade a bit of derivatives? I mean, they're all derivatives, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, it's futures. Futures. It's contracts, yeah, futures contracts. You, do you trade individual stocks like Tesla, fa- Facebook? Yeah, just for scalping. Okay, yeah. okay. We're going yeah, to get there. We're gonna get into scalping. What <laughs> true, does that mean true. and stuff? But before that, um, what are the different types of trading? So we have basically three types that is uh, covered as spot, margin, and option. So spot trading, spot trading is basically buying and selling at the current market price. Okay. Like you buy and you can hold and expect to yield the profit and then sell it. Uh, on margin trading, on the other hand, it's different because you're using leverage. So leverage is basically borrowing power, like purchasing power to buy a security at a different price. Like you, you, you get that with the brokers. They give you this power called leverage in terms of lot size, like 10x, 5x, and all that. So on a downside of margin trading is basically that you might face potential losses too. The same way you're making money, you you might lose your account if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. So I, ha- I had experience basically in margin trading and also mm-hmm. spot. And uh, the next one is options, which personally I haven't uh, put my hand in that, but I know that it's something also like very good. Like people can make good money at the same time you lose too. Option I think is the most riskiest Mm-hmm. form of trading mm-hmm. definitely i think i i share your opinion about um uh, margin trading i've done a bit of that myself as well as spot trading on uh, mm-hmm. binance as well as etoro i had an etoro account until i liquidated some of it and put it into crypto <laughs> um <laughs> and in and within um uh etoro uh, that you know you can you can 5x you can t- 10x which by that we mean multiply your gains or or losses if you if it goes against you if the market goes against you so uh margin trading is basically borrowing money to trade you're borrowing the money that uh, that belongs to the uh, trading platform the broker um and they can actually charge interest on you they can actually charge you uh per night at least on etoro they would charge me um money uh for, for holding, uh, there's like a, for holding, yeah, for holding. and I think it's called swap rate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's a swap rate. There is that as well. 
Um, so when it comes to margin trading, I need to know something like uh, many people in the markets, many people, podcasters, YouTubers, they always talk about how much money they make, but they never talk about their losses. What do you think of that? Because <laughs> some people don't like to be transparent. They, they want to showcase themselves as successful. So they don't, uh, um, they don't try to, they try to hide it basically. Mm. Mm. But I know a few YouTubers, they do show their P&L, like annual P&L. Like they don't need to show it every trade that they do, but they do something like an annual stuff. Okay. Like year end, they show their profit and loss, like a summary. Like I think most of these brokers, they provide something like an Excel sheet that you get all the data. Mm-hmm. Like how many, what all trades you put, what's the volume and all that. See, this is the reason why I used eToro because eToro allows you to copy trade as well as allows you to see um, their history, their historic trades, their historic, uh, you know, um, yeah. yeah. So I have a question for you. So you have you ever tried copy trading? I have. Yeah. So people that I I I, I would follow as well as um, monitor, check their histories of, of their past trades, how successful. If I see more greens than reds, it doesn't necessarily mean that if I copy traded, I'll have the same. You know, maybe they were just early. They just invested early. Mm-hmm. They knew about the the stock or the product early, so they invested, and now they're just up. You know, they're up on their portfolio. It's like if you invested at Bitcoin at $10, you're still up on your portfolio no matter what. Even if you copy trade somebody at the price now, buying at 20K, whatever, you're not going to benefit from the same gain that that person did. So it it really depends on timing. But why I don't prefer copy trading is because I'm giving my power to that person. Like I'm just going to follow his trades. Yeah. So you make a mistake, you know, it can happen to you. That is very true. In the same way, you can say that copy trading is like a, uh, another version of asset managers that manage the money for you. Yeah. You have to pay a fee. But in copy trading, it's free. Um, but just, I think I think you, you still do profit sharing, right? I don't know. Uh, profit sharing? I actually I have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. No idea. I think I, I just follow the markets where the markets goes, wherever gains... The markets makes for me or for, for the person I follow, I get the same. Um, so you could argue that, yeah, you're, you're giving your money away. You're, you're sacrificing power to somebody else. But that happens in asset management too. Asset managers, they charge a fee, a management fee um, for that. And, and, and they, they trade on your behalf. And you have to, you know, you sign a contract saying that if, if the market moves against you, you can't take them to court as such. Oh, there's something like that too? Yeah, of course, uh, because they're managing the, they can't, they, they have to protect themselves as well. Like the markets, whatever happens, we can, we're not, you know, liable for, for such big losses. Okay. Um, so, okay, that's nice to know. Uh, I want to know how, how, um, oh yeah, about uh, option, option trading. Why is option trading the most riskiest? Because it has something that could give you unlimited gains and also unlimited losses in terms of, let's say, option. There's something called call option and put option, and you can also do buying and selling of those. So selling an option is the most riskiest, I feel, because there you can have unlimited losses. Mm -hmm. And option buying is something simple because you buy at a specific strike price. It's called strike price, for example. Let, Let me give you an example with indices like SPY. If it goes for, if it's at 400 now, and uh, you buy buy at strike price of 400 it'll be like buying for some price you pay a premium and then if the if it goes to 405 or 10 you can exercise that option so if it goes 410 you make more money mm-hmm. so when you exercise it's up to you you can you can take profit at 402 or 410 but if you if you take it profit at 410 you make more money yeah and on, and if it goes down below 400 within that expiry period you only lose the premium you paid so right. that is limited. Mm-hmm. Your losses is limited in that. Mm-hmm. But option selling, I feel it's it's more dif- it's more different 
and it has more downside risk. Mm -hmm. Because with option selling, um, you're shorting. And if the, the market moves against you upwards, uh, against your position of shorting, mm -hmm. yeah, you can get unlimited losses. Yeah, so personally, I haven't tried it, so I, I can't comment much, but I know okay. some people lost a lot of money too in options. And options, okay. Like through Robinhood and some other brokers. Right, right, right. Okay, um, all right. Then let's also talk about some tools that we can use in trading that can help us uh, limit losses as well as take profits. So what is a stop loss? Yeah, so stop loss is something that a broker provides. I think all the broker provides. So I use personally MetaTrader 5. It's it's the application that I use for trading. Like all the brokers, they have tie-ups with uh, MetaCodes, which is the company which made this. Um, so stop loss is basically putting a price, like a floor level. Below that price, the the, the, this, the order gets automatically closed. If it, It's like it can be anything. Like if you're shorting, you could put a stop loss, you know, above your sell order. And then the position, if it goes against you, it'll close at a predefined level and your losses are limited to that. Right. And this is one of the things I did when I had an eToro account. I would, whenever I entered a position, I would make my stop loss the same position I entered in so that if the market goes uh, yeah. back to that same position. You, it's just called I, break even. It break even. Yeah, yeah. I don't lose anything. I just break. Yeah. Now, of course, there are risks with that. I mean, um, one risk is, is that if the market just bounces, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's gone, you know. It, I understand this. You know, yeah. you, I'm sure you, you know this very well. Yeah. Um, if that happens, okay, there, there should, I don't know if this exists yet, but if that happens, there should be a way where you can enter back in. Like as soon as it bounces, enter back at the bounce. But you can do it by, uh, I think, manually. You yeah. can enter. But you have to manually do it, which is yeah, annoying yeah. because what if you're, you're busy? Or else I think there's something called limit orders that mm -hmm. you put it at a predefined level. When it hits, it automatically executes. Executes. Yeah. Right. That's something I, I need to uh, looking into more. I, I've been sort of uh, taking a break from trading and focusing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Um, uh, yeah, but day trading can be stressful too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you use, uh, as well as uh, uh, stop losses, do you use take profits too? You know, there's something that I heard, I'm not sure whether this is true, but, you know, like liquidity providers or let's say the brokers, they, I heard this, that they can always see your stop loss. They can always see the clients where they put their stop loss. Because, of course, they, we are trading in their platform. They have all the rights to that. Mm. Mm. So I had this feeling, like, if I put a stop loss, it knows where it is. And uh, I've heard stories, like, like in the internet, like, you know, they just hit your stop loss and move back. So I just don't put stop loss. And I think it, it, is, it is a boon and a bane in a way. Wow. Sometimes it helps you, but sometimes it doesn't too. Wow. So when, when the market is choppy, better not to use stop loss, I would say. Or else you keep your stop loss wide. Mm. Like whenever you enter in a position, make sure the stop loss is wide so that it doesn't just hit and, you know, and you just lose money. It's a very interesting point. I think th that is a fair, a fair, valid point to make that brokers have full visibility over your yes. positions that you take. That is the one dark side of this uh, industry in a way. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, yeah, it, it, as part of signing the terms and conditions, and I'm sure it's in the terms and conditions somewhere that you sign away your money to them. <laughs> it's 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 not your account anymore. Yeah. You you're giving them your money. Um, same we same with centralized exchanges. If you put your money on centralized exchanges, it's it's not your money anymore. It's, it belongs to the centralized exchange. Mm -hmm. And if the centralized exchange goes through a hack, they have no way of repaying that money back to you. There's no insurance. It's a risk in a yeah, way. Exactly. So that's why, and we'll come on to this another time, but that's why DeFi came into existence where you, you can, you know, in, invest, um, not through a centralized exchange, but through your own money, providing liquidity, and you just buy, uh, from other, um, 
other liquidity providers directly. It's like peer to peer. There's、mm. no middleman involved. Anyway,、uh, we'll come on to that later.、Uh, I want to know a bit about、um, market price orders.、Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean,、uh, that is similar to spot trading. Okay, you just buy at the market price. It's just all it is. Oh, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> simple, we can skip that question. Simple and simple. <laughs> we'll skip that. We'll skip that.、Yeah. Uh, so,、um, so for for an average Joe. Who may have not been exposed to a lot of trading in their life or financial or financial markets?、Uh, how can one start trading, and what should be the minimum amount, in your opinion?、Um, yeah, so they can start out with my opinion. I think something like five hundred dollars is it's okay because I know many brokers they advertise that you can start with minimum ten dollars and also, but I wouldn't recommend that because ten dollars you don't have much buying power with that. You buy something, it moves a little bit, you lose your money. So never, never ever. Deposit ten dollar or even hundred dollar in that manner. Start with because I know I started in two thousand eighteen with five hundred dollars only, and、um, yeah, that that was sufficient enough to make some trades.、Uh, I'm not saying I made all profit that time. I did make my losses, but it was a learning lesson at that time. So yeah, five hundred should be optimum. And what? How can one start? Would be just to sign up with a broker who's available in your region, because I know for North America and.、Uh, Some other countries like UK, they they have their own different regulations. So the brokers who's operating in this MENA region would not operate there, because I use the broker Exynos and they don't support USA or UK in that in that manner. So just find a suitable broker, sign up, do your KYC, and then、uh, all these brokers they have something called demo trading. So you don't have to actually put your funds first. Start demo trading. And、uh, figure out how to use the platform before putting your real money. So true. The demo trading is a, another great feature I used to use on the on eToro.、Mm. Um, had a virtual account, so it, it gave you like a hundred thousand. You know, <laughs> obviously it's virtual. It's not. It's not real, but you can use that, and the markets are still real. So whatever you invest with that money, you can see your gains. Yes.、Right? You know, sometimes I put ten k here, ten k there. For me, I, I would love to to say that a minimum investment should be ten k. You know, you, you small. You can make small little gains of two k. You know, but if you start with ten dollars, you, you make small little gains of maybe two dollars. You can't even make gains. I、you、would say it's a donation, <laughs> <laughs> direct donation. Yeah. So, guys, never trade with ten dollars, please. <laughs> Wait, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad choice. That's a good one. Um, I I want to know as well about um securities, uh, stocks, bonds, currencies, commodities, um. What, do you do you do you have a balance between buy and hold and、uh, day trade? Um, so it's like I I always adapted to a different style. So I would say in two thousand eighteen I was doing more forex transactions like forex trades. Then I stick to gold and then I move to indices. So it's not like I have a specific preference. I just look at the market. I see opportunity. I enter. Okay. Like that. Okay. So but these days, like and presently, I just do scalping. Okay, now let's let's talk about scalping. What does scalping actually mean? So scalping means、uh, you just buy and sell at the same. Like whenever you get a profit, you sell it. There's there's no there's no analysis or anything. You just put an order. You see a market going up. You just buy immediately and then exit. But when how when how do you sorry how do you start how do you how enter. far I mean no enter is, enter is easy, but when you say take profit, how much profit? 
that is all dependent on the person who's trading. Like you, you're just here for ten dollars or hundred. Depends on your account size, first of all. Mm. If you have a small account, just don't aim for big money. Mm. Uh, put a trade. You you you'll understand like how much money you'll be getting from that trade. You just exit. Do you set? Do you set a take profit? No, I don't. In no, scalping, don't. it's all manual. It's all manual. I see a blue, I just close. But don't you think it's better to do um, take profits, like set a take profit instead of manual? Because what if it, you're sleeping or something? Yeah, in that circumstance, it's better. <laughs> I mean, whenever I do, I'm on my phone, so I always look at it. The chart, I see blue, I just close. Okay, I see. I see. Now, so I mean, I mean, scalping works good with gold, but sometimes you have to be careful because gold can be the enemy, also. Right, right. <laughs> Even though it's it's seen as a safe haven, you know, part cash. <laughs> I know. Really, there's nothing safe. <laughs> nothing. They're safe. always out there to take your money. Mm. And you're competing against whales who, who, you know, you can't, you can't win with them. You, you, they, they know much more information. There's always going to be an information disadvantage. Yeah. But um, back to scalping, uh, do, you, do you find yourself I can I can give you an example of scalping. Yeah. Let's say on a day when the market is crashing and you know the whole day it's going to crash. I think let's say, let's take an example of 2020 COVID crash. You know, market was going down very fast, right? So I would, I would open my eyes in the morning. I'd see Dow minus thousand or something like that. So I know like that day it's going to fall. So, so fall, I mean, so down, like further down. So I don't, I don't buy then. I don't sell either. I just wait. And, and when the U S market opens, Dow will be like minus 2000 or something. And there's, there used to be limit down. So limit down means like when, when a particular instrument falls, like minus 5% in the case of indices they shut down trading for that day because it's going down mm-hmm. very lot. So those days Dow had limit down and it was very bad. So I will wait for the US open to start because whenever the US market opens, even if it's a down day, it pumps for a, for a while, like five minutes or 10 minutes after the open. Right. So that's when I buy. So that's like a scalp because I know the tr- trend is always down. So uh-huh. I don't want to, I don't want to risk in between. So I just wait for the market open, see a small pump, I take the buy and then I exit. Now that's totally fine, it, but that also comes with the the effort that you have to make of always being on your phone. And yeah, yeah. Always you, checking your phone. There are factors that you need to check. Yes. Okay. Example: the but, market open times and all that. Mm, but see, the point about uh, having bots or having take profits and take uh, stop losses that can can prevent you from having to keep checking your phone because it does it for you automatically that's right that's right so i guess it works whatever works for you because for me i use i used to use, i still use qcoin uh another centralized exchange and they have bot features i didn't know this yeah they have bot features no you using qcoin yes 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 <laughs> i do um and so you're able to uh take profit and stop losses um as as you set them uh, also it sets them for you very it does it all all for you so it's like a, i think almost like an ai mm-hmm. um so you you just you just wait for you just watch um it doesn't it's not always successful of course you have to choose how much uh you set the range of how much you your how much liquidity you're going to put in as well as the range of the the bottom and the top that of a particular trade What's the what's the maximum, maximum profit, maximum uh, loss that you'll stop? Yeah. So once you have those parameters, it does it all for you. Okay. So, yeah. That's what I do. I don't like to stay on my phone too much. I don't like to, it, it keeps me up at night, and I, I don't think it's healthy. Yeah. So I think you you don't scalp in that way. I don't. I don't. You scalp. just put an order. Just see that if it works out. 
Yeah. Well, I, I put an order with take profit as and, well stop as, loss. and stop okay. losses. Okay, understood. Yeah. And so it's there. So I don't have to check my phone. So when someone asks me, like, are you going to trade at this price? I'd be like, well, I need to check my bot. I, don't, <laughs> I can't tell them an answer. Oh, nice. I need to check my and bot. And the bot never failed you? Uh, no, it has sometimes. Uh, markets sometimes fail you. The bot mm. hasn't failed. The, the, the bot just executes, right? So you set the parameters. At the end of the day, it's you. Um, so the bots don't really fail, in my opinion. Um, it's markets, movements, and it's what parameters that you set. Yeah. Correct. Interesting. But really good to see different perspectives on that. Um, just to know a little bit more about uh, long-term holding, right? What, what would you say, between because you scalp a lot, what would you say would be a long-term trade, a long-term asset class to hold? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> you know the answer. Crypto. Crypto is a long-term asset class. Yeah. Because it's been there since 2013. You see the logarithmic chart, eight-year chart of Bitcoin. You know, it's always going up. Mm. Although it does have its correction, which is sharp corrections. People always say Bitcoin goes to zero, but it never did. Mm. So I would say crypto is an asset class to hold long-term. And also depends on which crypto you hold. Not not everything is safe and sound. Right. Fair enough. Example, Luna. Man, oh, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. bad. Yeah. Tragedy. Yeah. Completely. And I think uh, Do Kwan is being arrest- already arrested and Hope being so. charged. Uh, he's going to go he should see this SEC. podcast from his jail. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the SEC is, uh, is, is yeah, clapping down on him. Um, I want to know a bit more about the stakeholders involved in trading. Right. Okay. So we have the brokers. We have liquidity providers. Are they, are they different? Are they the same? What, what's the difference? No, they're not the same. So liquidity providers is, is also called market makers. Okay. So we need a market to function when there's a buyer and a seller. And market makers make sure that it's always stable. The market is stable for buying and selling. So I think, yeah, there are companies who does give liquidity. I don't know the technical aspects of it, how they do that. But it's basically infrastructure. They have uh, they have all set up outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, brokers are someone who facilitates the trading for you. They're just the middlemen. Yes, brokers are the middlemen. And uh, yes, uh, they use liquidity providers as their partners. So... It's also called automatic market making. Okay. All I think right. we do have that for DEX. Like DEXs as well. Yeah, yes. Same. Right. Okay. Good to know. Um, uh, what is Forex Expo? <laughs> so I think, yeah, Forex Expo is something that happens in Dubai. Um, I've been part of it like last two years. So no. what, what, what it has is basically you can meet all the brokers who is presently in the market, plus liquidity providers, and uh, whoever this person in, the, in this industry, you can you can meet them all them in Forest Expo, and it's usually free, free of charge. Oh, great, awesome, awesome! And uh, tell tell us a bit about Exnes because I think you have an affiliate partnership with them. Yeah, so Exnes is a broker that has been headquartered in Cyprus, I would mm-hmm. say, and then uh, there be they have a good global presence. And uh, like I said, uh, this is a broker that I used recently uh, since last year. And I, why I use that? Because they have the best tight spreads. So spread is something, a difference between a bid and ask price. So whenever you buy or sell, there's always a difference mm-hmm. when you execute that order. So that is spread. So they have tighter spreads and they have no swap rate that you can hold, like you said. in. A, That's right. So you can hold without having to pay interest nothing, on holding. No interest. That's amazing. For everything, all the instruments. That's it's swap really free. amazing. And then I, what I like is that they have different, different types of account. Like pro, standard. So standard means anyone who doesn't have much money. Like, like you know, they advertise you can start with $10 for standard account, but I don't recommend. But the downside is that the execution speed will be, you know, not that fast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, it, it, during a news cycle, they have some news coming on. 
you know, you can't, you can't actually put the market price because mm. it won't go at that same time. That is the issue with standard. Mm. But I use pro account. So pro means the minimum deposit is $3,000 for like in, uh, uh, it depends on the country. Mm. Like if you're from India, I think you could start with $500. Okay. But here it's 3000 but you have reduced slippage and you have faster execution speed. Okay. So that's what I like about Exynos. Plus they have good customer support too. Okay, great. Oh yeah, one good, great, a good thing that, you know, whenever you choose your broker, you need to have a good customer support team. Because mm. anytime you have a query, they need to answer you back. Definitely. Most 24, the, 24, 7, ideally. Yes. Mm. So tw- customer care is so important because if your money gets locked somewhere, a trade happened and you, I don't know, a trade didn't execute the way that you wanted to execute it. Right. Um, you need a, a proper customer care team that will follow up with a with a customer care code. Uh, I mean, like an inquiry code and everything. It's like uh, finding a property like in Dubai. Like you want to find the best property, you want you need to find the best broker. Exactly. There's so many here. Fantastic. No, that's great. I think I think you know closing remarks now. I um that's that's super insightful for the audience. Um, perhaps I guess we could close with uh, what would you say to somebody who is new. Uh, to to financial markets, okay. never traded in their life. Why should they open up a brokerage account? All right. So I would only say to someone who's interested to earn some passive income, because you know you might have a day job, and you might be limited to the money you make from there, and you feel like you need to have something extra in your life. You can always opt trading. Mm-hmm. And uh, the downside is that it should be it should not be your life savings. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend that. Mm-hmm. And also do not borrow money and put it for trading too. Well said. That's bad. Fantastic. I couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, buy only what you can afford. I mean, yeah. Afford to lose. Afford yeah. to lose. Exactly. Um, and with that said, yeah, that's, that's, we're going to end it there. We have some closing remarks in terms of, um, you know, where you can get, where you can keep stay, stay abreast with our channels. Yes. Um, so our newsletter we recently launched. That's that's a good success, yeah. Yeah, uh, check out our newsletter. We we post uh, weekly. Uh, put in, I'll put it all in the li- uh, link in the description below. Um, do you stay abreast with our with our uh, upcoming events? Check our website. We will we have posted all the events that we're go- we're headed to next in Dubai. So if you're in Dubai, you want to attend. We will most likely be media partnerships of those events. So if you need a free ticket, you want a free ticket, <laughs> DM us. For sure. <laughs> give us a reason why we should give you a free ticket. But nevertheless, um, stay abreast. Uh, stay woke in in these times. <laughs> yes. And yeah, uh, hope uh, you have healthy, healthy diets and healthy trading. And stay tuned for our next videos. See you in the next episode. See you in the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Cyprus.